listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 36, where we will be discussing chapter 19 of City of Ashes, Dias Irae, <laughs> plus the epilogue. <laughs> I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. To be fair, last time we Google translated it, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't speak Latin, okay? They didn't teach that in my public school. (laughs) Same. Right? West Coast public school education. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So there's only one thing to talk about. One and only. This is true. Tell us everything. This town is on fire. <laughs> Robin's like, I can say it because I was evacuated from my house. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Um, we've going on. What's what's today? Five? Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, five days. Six. Six. Yeah, we left a little bit earlier than I thought we had to, though. Mm-hmm. Um, just because they gave out this, they sent out an evacuation map, and our backyard was red, but our front. Okay, so they okay. Let me explain. Not everybody's in the same area. <laughs> Red meant go now. Green was you're okay. And yellow was like prepare. Yeah. Green mm-hmm. is like get ready. Uh-huh. And then yellow was get, get set. set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And red was go. So our backyard was in go and our front yard was in get set. So I was like, well, let's just go. Yeah. Um, and then move. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> well, and then they actually got in and reconfigured the map. And then I realized um, it was the other side of the highway, not... Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we left a little bit earlier, but the smoke was bad. The fog or the ashes were really bad. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. super hazardous hazardous air conditions right now, basically all over from yeah. Robin's house to my house. Yeah, and we, I mean, you guys live, what, probably an hour, over an hour away from each other. Hashtag city of ashes. Yeah. Yeah, Seriously. An, an hour and a half. And then my, my sister lives, my s- sister-in-law lives another half hour from Robin and they've got ash on their cars. Like it's horrible. Well, we, um, we got the evac alert on the phone and it like went off and then we had all of our bags ready downstairs, but we loaded them into the back of our pickup truck like Luke. <laughs> and it probably took maybe except your truck is way nicer than Luke's a hundred percent. Well, it maybe took 15 minutes to get everything together. And by the time I, the well, last thing. had stuff staged. Yeah. But yeah. like, by the last thing we put in the car, obviously was the cat. <laughs> and by the time we got sushi in the car, like all of our stuff was just covered in ashes. Crazy. And it smelled like campfire. Like Ugh. it was just. And obviously there was a night that it got really bad and we were just kind of prepared to lose mm-hmm. the house. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's kinda, been a lot of people that have so. right regret what you didn't take and kind of just move on with your life. But uh, the winds changed and Oregon did what Oregon does best and started right. to get, you know, I was going to say damp, but <laughs> it did, there was, there was dew in the morning. It yeah, was, it was the in the air, wet, yeah. but, but well, we, we harnessed our, our powers for good all and of us. Just made it damp. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen got out our crystals and did a rain dance. <laughs> Jeez. Well, and the wind changed, and we just got alert today that we're able to go back home. So, so we're gonna hurry. That's great. We've yeah. been hit chilling in the basement, right? Oh, the basement, man. Yeah. You know the, that picture that Robin posted on our Instagram like four months ago, the Throwback Thursday picture of me and Robin. <laughs> okay, that was in the basement. The basement. <laughs> 
It's obviously a much different vibe now. Right. And I mean, the hospitality has been great. I'm glad that we had a place to go, but you know, there's no place like home to be comfortable and right. You know, my kids are kind of like, especially with your whole family. Like it'd be one thing if like you had to go stay with your dad for a week. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Right. But when you've got a whole family and you have a whole family dynamic, yeah. it's hard to kind of like put that in with somebody else's family dynamic, no matter who it is. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. When you have your cat and you're working from home and like she still showed up to work every day. It's just crazy. Yeah. I brought my computer. A whole desktop a computer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Entire desktop computer. Oh. I thought about it. I was like, eh, I don't want to like it was taking up space where I could have put something else mm-hmm. because um, listen, guys. Okay, this is a word of wisdom that I've gained. <laughs> Lay it on us. Don't ever park your car at your house with the gaslight on. Don't do it. Because if your town suddenly catches fire and you have to evacuate, <laughs> then you don't have gas in your car. Yeah. Because that happened to me. And everyone else in town did the same thing. And I had to go get gas. Um because we didn't think the gas station was going to be open. So we just chalked the car up for a loss and left it in the garage. And then we were headed on the way. Out. I was like, dude, the gas station's open. Yes. And so we went back and got the car. But you know what? So I told Jason that and I showed him the video you sent and everything. And the first thing Jason said was, that's why you don't leave your your tank on E. He's like, you fill it up when it's a quarter tank. Dude, or- seriously. <laughs> yep. So anal like it gets below a half tank and he's like gotta fill up well and then my dad dad you know what's really bad for your fuel filter and, and your, your 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 fuel pump because then you're just you're you're dusting the you know the, the the bad gas through there kiddo i love it and you know he washed her car and stuff yeah he did oh my, i i noticed your car was clean i was like did she wash her car yeah wash your car for you kiddo i only noticed that her car was clean because mine has not been washed in a very long time. Well, Tuesday, we we came back. So we were gone for my husband's birthday. We took a three-day trip. We went to Crater Lake. We went to Roseburg. We went to Wildlife Safari. We drove out one up 101 and went to Newport. All the places that are now on fire. Literally. <laughs> Literally. It was like a last hurrah. Yeah. Right. Tour. We went to Lincoln City and then we drove home um, mm-hmm. to Malala where we live. And um, so we had a bunch of stuff still packed, yeah. which was great. But um, we, uh, so Tuesday we got up and it was like one day we had off work. So we went out and it was like kind of smoky. Yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because you don't think it's ever going to come to you. Well, and it was just like, oh yeah, you know, Oregon's always on fire in the Mm -hmm. summer. Like we have fire season, but it's always out towards Eastern Oregon. Like it's never something we really put much attention to. So we washed the truck and bought a fridge. (laughs) For a house that we had to evacuate. Like, right. it was just so silly. <laughs> oh, and then, man. you know, we took drove it home and there's ashes all over the place. And I just did not, like, it literally went from, like, zero to 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, really, really quickly. I did not, it, the, the fire grew, like, triple overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we just, you know, we were fine when we came back. It was kind of windy, not a big deal. And then, you know, we just, the next day... I, we posted some pictures on Instagram, mm-hmm. but it was like orange and the sky got really red and the super ominous, dark. Uh, ominous death sky. Yeah. In yeah. the yeah. middle of the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the yeah. street lights were on and stuff because it was so dark. I mean, it was definitely crazy, but yeah, I mean, I mean we're fortunate. I know there's people that lost their homes yeah, or we you lost know, whole towns, whole oh, towns. Yeah. People mm-hmm. lost their lives. I mean, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. It's, it's been crazy. Well, and all the small fires that are popping up. As, as you know as a result and mm-hmm. 
It's crazy. Yeah, we were without power for almost 24 hours, I think mm-hmm. it was. And that was, you know, we had to throw a bunch of food out. But, I mean, who cares? You know. Right. right. <laughs> I worked if, off if of that. If that's the worst. That was fine. Then, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. now we have too much ice because as soon as we went out to buy ice for our refrigerator, the power came on while we were at the store. Of course. Of course. Right. Of course. Of course. Come on. Yeah. But Murphy's yeah. Law. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definite a, a shout out to all of our firefighters and. For sure. Oregon, Washington, California. Yeah. yeah. Idaho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all burning and we all appreciate our <laughs> firefighters. Yeah. Even, you know, citizens helped out. Firefighters, mm-hmm. first responders. I mean. Mm-hmm. People were posting videos of like ring, like their ring videos of the police knocking on the door and making sure that nobody was home and, you know, door to door evacuating and stuff. It's just been. You definitely see the communities coming together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you feel help. Like, I mean, there's so many like random citizens that are doing so much and I don't have any firefighting experience or I mean, we bought some. Yeah. Some doggy bags for people that were evacuated Mm -hmm. to the parking lots of the town center. I mean, okay, I did, Amanda did a lot more. But mm-hmm. anyway, it definitely makes you feel very powerless. And then you're also humbled by Mother Nature and then thankful <laughs> that things could have been a lot worse and empathetic for people that aren't going home to anything. So, right. Yeah. It's been crazy. Everybody that's still going through fires and everything else, we feel you, man. Yeah. Well, man, people, right. humans, aliens. Well, it's, it's crazy <laughs> because there's so many fires like it's not just one there's Mm -hmm. like hundreds upon hundreds of acres that are burning all over and it's like everybody I know is near a fire yeah like every single person I know lives near a fire I'm like I don't well I think it's like a million acres in Oregon or something like that okay craziness so this is the last thing and then I'll stop talking there was this um there's this NASA website that you can log into that's like the satellites track of course there of course you did a lot of people were doing well because it got to the point where i mean the fire was so far away and it got us close to like four miles away from town Mm -hmm. and then in an estacate it was a half a mile from town i mean it really ripped through and it went really fast so you could log in and see you could basically see the fire traveling on these infrared Mm -hmm. and so when i logged into it it shows you the globe and i'm Mm -hmm. like the first thing i said was like oh my god the rainforest really is on fire like, holy crap. Did you not know that? No, I, I mean, I've heard it before, but it's definitely like I was everybody should but see that picture. It like, it's different. Yeah. crazy. Okay. And it's been years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody needs. And it's the same thing in Africa. Like, everybody needs to see that. The rainforest is on fire, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. What was that? Client ch- climate change isn't real. OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's craziness. It's craziness, man. Yeah, 2020 is going to end. Dude, what? Don't put that into the universe. Just don't test fate, man. 2020 has already fucked us <laughs> seven ways to Sunday. I don't need any more. <laughs> we have four more months, man. Scary. <laughs> Murder hornets. Right? Seriously. All right, well, we have got a long one for you today. Massive. Long, long. So why don't we cut the chit-chat and kick things off with Robin's recap. Previously on Downworld or Dish. Clary has flown via demon pterodactyl to the cage with Maya. I don't know if it's a cage, but I'm calling it a cage. Anyway, her worst fears are confirmed when Maya tells her that Simon is dead. Rather, re-dead? Deader. Dead-ist? <laughs> Clary's like, you're wrong. Let's go, Nancy. Drew this shit. And she uses her rune powers to bust a hole in the ship. 
Maya gets through, but before Clary can leave, V-Ting takes her like the child catcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Topside, Luke and Jace are fighting demons slash almost dying until the Shadowhunter cavalry arrives. Jace is spirited away by the Inquisitor who makes mystic weird shit remarks before she sacrifices herself for Jace. The Lightwood siblings show up and Izzy is poisoned. Poisoned. <laughs> Alec takes her to safety and races back to help his parabrotai and immediately gets attacked. Jace tries to help but falls through the deck of the ship. That was great. I liked that. Beautiful. Way to bro it out. All right. So we kick things off with V-Tang doing the mostest to maintain his title as worst father ever by playing against by playing against Jace and Clary's feelings. Uh, Clary must have created a cut through the bullshit rune because she can see through V-Tang's act, which she's really not usually that perceptive. So <laughs> props to her. <laughs> Clary and Valentine proceed to bicker and reveal quite a bit of information. So I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version. So Clary's all, you're not my real dad because you think Jace and I being all hot and bothered for each other is funny. And Luke's my dad because he awkwardly reminds us that we're blood related. (laughs) Like a real father. And Valentine is like, oh, you sweet summer child. You just think Luke's your dad because he's banging your mom. (laughs) To which Clary's like, oh, Mm, nah, they're just friends like me and Simon. <laughs> it's like, do you hear it? Yep. Do you hear it? <laughs> Beating's like, bitch, please. You don't know shit about people and even less about men. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> and Clary's like, not everyone has an ulterior evil motive like you. And of course, Valentine twists her words. So Luke loving your mother would be evil, bad, wrong. Ha ha. So you admit it. Luke isn't really human. Oh, damn. So Clary's losing steam. She can't keep up with the mindfuckery V-Tang's throwing down. So she resorts to name calling, telling him that or telling her father that he's just a bigot. Valentine. Valentine. He launches into one of his evil overlord monologues and explains that he can't be a bigot because he doesn't give two shits about trivial things like race and religion. He's He simply seeks to erase all demon kind from their dimension. And I quote, What does not belong to our world must not be allowed to take root here, to grow like a poisonous flower, poisonous flower, <laughs> and extinguish all life. Doesn't sound so bad, right? Yeah, he's a good guy. Turns out. (laughs) (laughs) You changed my mind right there. Clary's like, but Luke's not a demon. It's like, obviously, we know that you think Luke's not a demon. We know that V-Tang thinks Luke is a demon. Get over it. (laughs) So, like us, V-Tang has no patience for her. She's been a shadow hunter for, what, a whole two weeks? Her judgment is skewed by lack of experience, so Father Dearest endeavors to educate her by telling Clary the tale of a demon he'd come across in London who'd u- <clears throat> who used to feed on children, keeping them alive while he consumed whole parts of their bodies. Ew. Okay, so, sidebar. So he's talking about this this demon that was, like, uh, posing as, like, a financier and, like, this rich dude. So, okay, I've been... Watching a lot of Bailey Sarian. Uh-huh. And so now I'm like, so in their world, in this universe, are are serial killers who like 
eat people and shit? Like, are those really demons in disguise? Like, Ed Kemper, was he a demon? Maybe. I don't remember. What's that one that you were one talking was. about where that guy, like, drilled a hole in that guy's head? Oh, that the was, Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was, he was basically a child. He was, like, a 17-year-old boy or something like that. Yeah. But he was a demon. Yeah. There was that man. It might be the one that you're talking about. I don't remember his name, but he, like, kidnapped. I was going to say confiscated. He kid- <laughs> <laughs> I can't laugh at that. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, he kidnapped people and was, like, putting them in these holes in the in his uh, basement. Oh, Did you watch Ed that Gein. one of her? Okay. Oh, no, no. The one with the, the girls in the yeah. basement? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he, um, one of them, like, disobeyed him or some shit, so he killed her and then boiled her, boiled her and then was feeding her to the other women in the basement as like yeah. that's what they got to eat was her body like mixed with dog food yeah anyway yeah he's a demon you're right yeah good point yeah anyway terrible nightmares sorry nightmares but City. you should check her out she's on youtube she's, she's incredible yeah <laughs> makes me laugh I used a couple of her her words in here uh-huh, because I was okay. like, I've been watching so much. I've watched like all 75 fucking episodes. Wow. <laughs> I've watched them all. Even stories that I already knew because I'm a total true crime junkie. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I want to hear her talk about it. This is interesting. Well, it's, I always mm-hmm. like how she her timing is so great. Like mm-hmm. she finishes her makeup and then the story is over. And I'm like, how did she time that so well? She writes a script like we yeah, do. I guess that's true. <laughs> Okay, fine. Oh my gosh. Okay. So at this point, Clary's got her fingers in her ears and she's like, la 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 la, I can't hear you. (laughs) But daddy's not done. V-Tang pushes on, twisting his actions to sound perfectly reasonable and turning the blame on Jocelyn, saying, quote, your mother created the world she wanted to live in and she brought you up in it, but she never told you it it was an illusion. When Clary tells Valentine it's all his fault, he goes on to say, And the glass that cut you, the pain you felt, the blood, do you blame me for that as well? I was not the one who put you into the prison. Into the prison. Into the prison. Into the prison. (laughs) Rainbows all around. Which, look, there's a reason why V-Tang was able to gather a group of people to follow him because he's charismatic and he's smart and he's manipulative. And so, yes, what he's saying makes sense. Yes, Jocelyn did fuck Clary over by not telling her any of this. And yeah, the reason she's all, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm trying to figure it out. And I've tried, you know, not tried to die. I've almost died like 40 hundred million times. It's because her mama didn't tell her. But anyway, I still think I digress. <laughs> She's going to be honest. She's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Mm. Oh, so Clary can't take it anymore. Her frustration with V-Tang's mind games goes into overdrive, and she's desperate to get out of the conversational minefield. She demands to know what V-Tang wants with her as she stealthily positions herself in front of the table where the soul sword sits, feeling the cold tendrils rolling off the blade at her back. In peak... What? Just Clary. She's so stupid, dude. <laughs> I can imagine it's like the Pink Panther music. Didn't. Didn't. <laughs> like, she thinks she's super stealth, but right. you're like, yeah. you're an idiot. <laughs> Literally, you stand zero chance against this guy. You have no chill. Like, no. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So in peak villain form, Valentine goes 
<clears throat> Valentine goes on to explain how he's going to offer Clary as a trade for Maya. When Clary doubts the effectiveness of his plan, Valentine claim calmly explains that the clave knows the value of a shadow hunter is far higher than that of a downworlder. Not only not only that, but the law requires the clave to make the trade. Yes. How come Valentine is like stealing the Inquisitor's move? Like, can't he come up with his own evil plan? Trading? Oh, right. He was too busy. He's like, oh. Collecting downworlder children to quench his sword. He's just like, I'll just, uh, I'll pull a Quizzy McGuire. I'll trade one kid for the other kid. She That's offered it. And really he's like, dirty. you know, I decline, but I think I'm going to do that too. I'm going to take that. That sounds like a good idea. Oh. It's like, yoink. <laughs> And Clary's like, say what? <laughs> While V-Tang is reveling in Clary's realization that the clave might be even worse than she suspected, she reaches behind herself and heaves up the soul sword, pointing the tip directly at her father. But because Cassandra Clare loves to torture us, we're ripped away from Clary and thrown into Jace's point of view, just as he lands painfully onto the metal catwalk inside the hull of the ship. So <clears throat> Jace is scoping the place out, when he comes across a Stele on the floor. Clary's Stele. Because apparently Stele's have auras, but technically this was Jocelyn's. So did it just like, like, okay, so like I could understand like Harry Potter. Like I could understand like a wand having like mm-hmm. a mind of its own or an aura or whatever. Because it's a sentient. Right. Yeah. So so if the wand Stella chooses is- the wizard, Harry. Right. <laughs> Look what I found, bitches. Stop it. I don't know why I made him sound like... I still like it. Okay, good. It was good. But, like, I can understand that concept from from that, right? Yeah. But... Because they wield magic, and Shadowhunters don't wield magic. Right. Claro. It right. still doesn't make sense. A wand is just a piece of wood. You guys are ridiculous. Anyway. The core Not inside. Not it has a phoenix oh, feather core. On, <laughs> or a dragon heart string. Whatever. Have you, we sorted her, but she didn't pick her wand yet, did she? How the hell do you yeah. pick a stick? It picks it's you. you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the reason that Jace could tell it was hers because she wrote, Property of Clarissa <laughs> Frey. In, like, Sharpie. Yeah. Clary was with, here with, with a Z. <laughs> with, with one of those, like... The three line S's or the six line Stussy? S's. Stussy? Yes, yes, yes. That's what, what I was picturing. Stussy, right? Stussy. That's, I don't, that sounds right, but I don't know. I'm Where like, did it come from? I don't know. Everyone the just 90s. knows how to do it. I know. Jason did it on a, on a piece of paper. He was like doodling and he did it. And I was like, oh, you knew that too? I was like, all the way in Indiana? Really? <laughs> it's not like, just an Oregon thing. Between the cornfields? You got that? Really? <laughs> My kid was drawing them the other day, and I'm like, what you doing? Dude, it's like one of those things that's like no one really knows where it started. You just... Yeah. Well, my maiden name started with an S, so it was the the bomb. See, my S was... Kristen, the S is in the middle, so then it, like, looked nice. Okay, you guys, I Wikipedia'd this really quick. Oh, no. It's the article's titled Cool S. Oh, God. Awesome. (laughs) Okay, ready? The cool S, also known as Stussy S, Super S, Superman S, Pointy S, Slayer S, Graffiti S, The S Factor, The Universal S, The Middle School S, (laughs) 
It's a graffiti sign in popular culture that's typically doodled on children's notebooks <laughs> or graffitied on walls. Yep. Okay, what year you. was that article written? I, well, it's it keeps up to date. You okay. Know. Is okay. It, it, does it have its own wiki page? Yeah. yeah. Wikipedia. <laughs> of course it does. Holy moly. History. History. I guarantee you I had a pair of shoes with those things sharpied all over them. You drew on your shoes? Of course yes, I you did. did. I of put nail polish on them and stuff. Yeah. With your Converse? That's what you're supposed to do. Mine were Adidas. Oh, I had Adidas mm-hmm. that I did it to, too. But I did it with my Converse. I wrote right and left because I was so clever. Ha! ha. I got my shoes at Payless. When I was lucky. <laughs> I bought my own shoes because I got a job. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> my mom wasn't going to spend $50 on Converse. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. The Adidas I had were knockoff Adidas. With they had four lines. They had four lines. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with the five, li- five line K-Swisses, yes. which were just as expensive. I Like Keds were supposedly cheap. No. They're just as expensive as Converse, dude. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway. Sorry. Sidebar ended. NC. NC. Where am I? Suddenly, Jace appears. No, Jace oh, hears. Okay. So, yeah. So, he can tell it's Clary's Stelle. Like, okay. Because apparently it changed... Um, What's the word? Force. Allegiance. It changed alliance. Alliance from Jocelyn to Clary without having to bathe in the blood of innocence or whatever or have magic right or whatever so suddenly jace hears a soft laugh coming from the shadows and Creepy. instead of noping the fuck out of there <laughs> like i would noping. That's great. jace reaches for a weapon but comes up empty lack of but lack of a blade won't stop jace Tang Daddy taught him <laughs> anything can be used as a weapon, so he ain't scared. He ain't no bitch. He had, isn't fearful. Of course, he's not scared. So Jace moves toward the figure, and a flash of witch light reveals someone very familiar. He stops and calls out, "Father, is that you?" Why is he laughing? The Valentine was laughing. Yeah, why? Because he is doing like evil overlord he, like, shit. He has this. He has the knife sword. <laughs> oh, he's like, no, Ooh, no. he's like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> like count. <laughs> yes, count Dracula. One, <laughs> one downward or child. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> oh my god, Shoot. my eyes are watering. I'm gonna look like shit for the thingy. What's new, pussycat? <laughs> Rude. I gotta stop singing. It's horrible. Okay. And just like that, we're teleported into Alex's point of view. So, my precious. My precious. Ew. Wait, hold on. I want to do it right. My precious. Is sitting in the bed of Luke's truck slash boat, <laughs> coughing up half the Hudson. Magnus close by. Of course. So, Magnus is also soaking wet. He had uh, he had pulled Alec out of the river when he fell from the big ship mm-hmm. that they keep calling a boat, but it's really a ship. Ship. The SSV thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So once Alec confirms Isabel's safety, he goes into full warrior mode, dead set on getting back to the battle. In true Alec Lightwood fashion, he Im- immediately sticks his foot in his mouth with this little gem. Quote, you're a warlock. Can't you, I don't know, fly me back to the boat or something and fix my concussion while you're at it? Rude. Whoa. <laughs> Bro. 
Shadow hunters need to learn tact. <laughs> At least this one. <laughs> they have all none. of them. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you know who I think I am? <clears throat> <laughs> who I think I am? I like that. <laughs> so Magnus doesn't say anything, just slumps back against the side of the truck slash boat. Again, I, I would... really f- appreciate if you would say amphibious vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> I get slash because Amanda. <laughs> We're still keeping person slash wolf. Uh, yeah. Okay. And it's only been like six months. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> so again, Alec misreads the situation and is like, sorry, I know you're doing us a favor. <laughs> Just like, I can't. Uh, my bad. I cannot with these, this sad, sad, awkward boy. Right. So Magnus is all, bruh, I don't do you favors. I help you because, you know, wait, do you know? (laughs) (laughs) Alec totally knows, but he's still so painfully adorkable. All he can get out is, uh, I gotta get to the ship. Gotta go feed my cat. (laughs) (laughs) And my, my beautiful, tortured Magnus is all, I'd help. But I didn't want you to drown, so I had to do some quick zippity-zap spell work to keep the truck floating while I saved your ass. I've used up all my magic juice, and I'm about to go (laughs) night-night. So, realization dawning on him, Alex's like, Aw, shit! This motherfucker loves my ass! And then he does the most romantic thing ever. He loaded the dishwasher? (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, okay. I'm going to read it because it's my, I love it. I can't say it's my favorite because I've been banned from saying it's my favorite because Robin's like, everything's your favorite. I'm like, yes. Okay. Take my hands, Alex said, and take my strength too. Whatever of it you can use to keep yourself going. Magnus didn't move. (laughs) Stop wind between my wings, Robin. Take these broken wings. (laughs) Fuck. You guys are killing me. I'm not going to have any eye makeup by the time we're done. Sorry. (laughs) God, that was a bad one. The air quality. (laughs) No, that's just all you. Okay. Take my hands, Alex said, and take my strength too. Whatever of it you can use to, to keep yourself going. Magnus didn't move. I thought you had to get back to the ship. I have to fight, said Alec. But that's what you're doing, isn't it? You're part of the fight just as much as the shadow hunters on the ship. And I know you can take some of my strength. I've heard warlocks. I've heard of warlocks doing that stuff. So I'm offering. Take it. It's yours. <sighs> I am sorry. But if that is not a declaration of love, I don't know what is. No, it's a declaration of war. Okay. He's just like, here, fight. Do this. Take my energy. No, his hands are his heart. They're a, it's a metaphor for their love. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) It's fine because we don't get to finish that scene with them anyways. So back and forth. Dude, it's almost like they're in a battle. Crazy. (laughs) Poison. (laughs) Crazy. Crazy. (laughs) So back in Jace's point of view, he's face to face with V-Ting who tells Jace that Clary defied him and he had to teach her a lesson. Um, Soup suspicious, if you ask me. 
And yes, I got that from the lady. <laughs> um, Valentine taunts Jace, telling him that his Shadowhunter friends are doomed and Imogen's death is on his hands. Yes, the all-knowing V-Tang sees everything that happens under his roof. Or above his deck. <laughs> <laughs> he goes on to tell Jace that all those shadow hunters fighting against the horde of demons are only there because they thought they were saving Jace. If it was just about Simon and Maya, they wouldn't have bothered. <laughs> Jace has gone into full flop sweat, listening to Valentine tell him how alike they are, how Vting molded Jace to be a mere image of himself. Caught up in his daddy issues, Jace slowly realizes his shoulder was burning. Or is burning. I don't know. What's what's tense? Who cares? As Valentine... <laughs> what? That's great. I was going to sing again, and I don't need to. As Valentine continued to monologue, he reached for something in his mind that was he was meant to remember. And by he, I mean Jace, because I wrote this sentence all sorts of fucked up. I just feel like he's reaching in his mind like one of those bags where you reach in and grab something. Secret like a bag of holding? <laughs> like a bag of someone's name. <laughs> hey, what did you say? <laughs> like a bag of holy? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> I feel like this is needed. <laughs> it is. I'm thinking like um I know what you mean now. Like when you put names in a hat. Yeah. Okay. 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 Oh, Why would lame. I think that's what Amanda was thinking of? I'm not lame, I, It was dude. the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh, Whatever. wait. <laughs> it's a magical of it object. Is. Okay. Yeah, it holds, like, a bunch of shit. Like Mary Poppins' bag. But yeah. better. No, nothing's better. It's not even heavy. Either was her. Just saying. I don't know. She had, like, I, a lamp and stuff in there. I haven't watched Mary Poppins. Wait what i haven't either no wait what no no i was never interested holy shit i know i now know who i'm dealing with here <laughs> robin's never even seen liar liar like, i have i have i only okay. saw it once i was like what but it, it's been a long time the goddamn pen is, is royal <laughs> okay yeah Ooh, okay okay V-Tang twists the knife, saying, of course, they're just the same. They're father and son, after all. But Golden Boy Jace isn't having any of it and rips a twisted piece of metal straight off the wall and stabs Valentine in the chest, screaming, I am not like you. <laughs> we've all been there, right? <laughs> yeah, we've all stabbed our parents. I mean, maybe not stabbed. Okay, fine. <laughs> So instead of dying like a human, Valentine's body turned to ash and Agramon was gone. Damn it. It wasn't dad. It Damn. was Agramom. <laughs> Go ask your Agramom. <laughs> so once Jace has a chance to calm down, I mean, he actually did think he killed his father for half a second. He continues his investigation discovery. It doesn't take long before Jace comes across a trail of blood so naturally he follows it <laughs> and jace comes to a room the floor covered in blood and empty except for a lifeless body on the floor spoiler alert it's simon now 
it says that the sun, like coming in from the porthole, <laughs> illuminated like the body. Yep. Tell me. Was How? That in the new one? Yep. It was in it was in the audiobook that I was listening to. I don't I, I don't I remember exactly. So it's been like or months the, since I read that part. Let me see this. Let me check this. See do ashes. It also might be moonlight because it might be nighttime. I don't know. I think you're right. I think it would be my, nighttime. <laughs> my, but it was like something I was my, like, wait, my, what? It has to be moonlight. It's got to be. Yeah. Dancing I mean, in the moonlight. Although Sweet. this whole timeline of this entire situation is uh-huh. way off. It you is. know, it could be um, like a straight light. It doesn't have to be sunlight. I don't know. A, a street light in the middle of the river? Yeah, you don't know. There's <laughs> a tugboat. It's from the bridge. Okay. So regardless, it's probably moonlight, whatever. Anyways, not important. What's important is that Simon is there. <laughs> <laughs> right. So vampires need blood to live, and Simon has been drained. Worried that Clary would find Simon in such a terrible state, Jace moved close and oh, Jace moved to close Simon's eyes. <clears throat> Jace moved to close Simon's blank eyes and cover the wound on his neck. But then Simon moved. That's right, bitches. Simon is alive. Dude, seriously. <laughs> yeah. So Simon was still alive, but just barely. Drained of blood, he couldn't regenerate, so he was stuck in limbo. And the way Jace describes it is, like, he's feeling all the pain of all of, like, his throat being slit open. But he can't regenerate and he can't die because he's not, like, all the way drained yet, I guess. Right, because there's no garlic or thing through his heart. Steak. Right? (laughs) So he's just dying really slowly, but he can feel all the pain, which is, like... I never caught that the first 47 times I read this book. Right. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, damn. Like, does that mean that, like, because does that mean that Simon remembers it? I'm sure he does. All right. So uh, Simon's stuck in limbo. And in a scene that inspired so many fucking fanfics, Jace slashes open his arm, letting the blood fall from fall into Simon's mouth. It takes a minute, but soon Simon's fangs come out and he latches onto Jace's wrist, drinking deeply. Okay. I don't understand. Yeah. Sorry, I'm eating. (laughs) How does this not turn Jace into a vampire? Because Jace is not drained of blood. You have to be, you have to consume um, a vampire's blood and be bitten and drained of your blood and die. Oh. And then be buried and come back up. So in it's order not to just be. one bite can kill you? No. They can feed on humans oh. no problem. As long as they don't kill them, then they're fine. Interesting. Okay. Sounds painful. The more you know. The more you know. Cool beans. Okay. So Simon's really going at it, and Jace is like, okay, okay, that's enough. Managing to pull away from Vamp Boy. But Simon has other plans. And I'm going to quote from the book, because it's 
Amazing. Simon rose up. He moved with incredible speed, knocking Jace sideways and rolling on top of him. Jace's head hit the metal floor, his ears ringing as Simon's teeth sank into his neck. He tried to twist away, but the other boy's arms were like, an, were like iron bars, pinning him to the ground, fingers digging into his shoulders. But Simon wasn't hurting him, not really. The pain that had started out sharp faded to a sort of dull burn, pleasant the way the burn of a stele was sometimes pleasant. And like he kind of goes, he kind of goes, he's into it. Okay, I was gonna he's say this into sounds it. a little sexual. It totally is. But vamps are always sexy. Okay, like in all, I mean, vamps are always, you know, hmm. put out as sexy. Okay. But yeah, it's that vamp anything. saliva. Got it. It's positively orgasmic. <laughs> so. Jace is blissed out when the pain in his neck jerks him out of La La Land. Simon is sitting on top of him, face bloody, and wounds gone. Damn, Daniel. Right? Naturally, Simon is freaked out. He's like, bros, if I could have killed you. <laughs> and because Jace has always had a death wish, he responds with, I would have let you. So annoying. <laughs> what? So- After all this time? Always. <laughs> You missed your opportunity. I, I never that. understand, so I don't always know. <laughs> so Jace fixes himself up with an Arazzi using Clary's borrowed Stelle and orders Simon to get a move on. They still have to see Clary. 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 Frey. I don't like what just happened there. I did, I, it's not, no. What? You don't like it? No. Are you kidding? Dude, do you know how... I have to like sift through fanfic sometimes when I'm looking for a good one. And they're all like, yeah. What? Like Jason Simon or Jason Alec or Jason Alec and Magnus or Raphael and Simon or. (laughs) I mean, I read some of them. (laughs) Let's be honest. Okay. So this is like what people write about them. Like they make up their own. Yeah. They make up their own stories using those characters. It's fan fiction. Okay. All right. Well, (laughs) I'm learning so much. (laughs) All right. So we go back to Clary, who thinks she's got one up on Valentine and had grabbed the soul sword and attempted to point it in Valentine's direction this time. So unfortunately, its power is too strong for her. And it sends a blast of cold up her arms, and she dropped it. (laughs) Smooth move. Yeah, that was really (laughs) short-lived. Valentine's like, dude, you really think that I would have let you near an actual weapon I thought you could use? (laughs) You haven't been listening to me at all. And I really think this is probably the only real parental thing he's ever said to her. (laughs) I feel like I say this every day to my kids. Are you even listening to me? So he asks her if Jocelyn ever talked to him about, ever talked to her about him. And Clary doesn't want to give him any satisfaction. I can't get no satisfaction. And tells him that Jocelyn said he was dead and that was that. He just wants to know the hot goss. He really does. He's, it, it feels like he is just digging for information. With the Luke stuff, when she was like, Luke and mom are just friends. He was like, oh, really? <laughs> like, you know. He gets out like a cup of tea and he like crosses <laughs> his legs. Tell me more. Because, okay, I imagine 
V-Tang during, like, in between the time when he faked his own death for the second time um, and got rid of Jace and in between now. Okay. I'm like, was he sitting in a castle thinking about how his best friend was banging his wife? Yeah. Like, and just being angry. Like, is that, like, I wonder how much of that, like, just jealousy and ego and anger fueled this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he basically ignores her anyway. <laughs> He's not interested <laughs> in anything she has to say. <laughs> um, so he starts telling her his version of why Jocelyn left. So I'm going to quote. He says that um, that I turned her first child into a monster. She left me before I could do the sec- same to her second. You. But she was too late. Clary was still shivering, possibly from the sword. Although, um, with all that talk about jackets in the last (laughs) chapter, it must be cold outside. (laughs) So she responds, uh, she'd never say that, Clary whispered. Jace isn't a monster. Neither am I. And then he goes on, I wasn't talking about. And he was cut off by Jace and Simon. Just dropping by. (laughs) He just came right in. So anyway, I'm a little confused. I thought Valentine didn't know Jocelyn was pregnant when she left. So when did they have this conversation? Like, when did she say, you turned my child into a monster, you're going to do the same to my second? She didn't say that. Okay. She told He's him, assuming. you turned my first child into a monster, or you turned my, you know, whatever. But he said, she left me before I could do the same to her second. Okay. He did not, how much do we want to, when does this come into play? When do we find out the... I don't, well, there's no spoilers, so... You can go as far as what is written at this moment. ATM. Okay. Yep. So at the moment. At the moment, from what I read, the way that I read this, it's she had told him, you turned my first child into a monster or whatever. That makes sense. And then she left him before she could do. he could do the same to her second. Doesn't necessarily mean that he knew about Clary beforehand. Okay. He's just getting there now. But she was too late, but like, we don't know why. Yeah. Like maybe she's saying, you... You turned my first child into my monster, so I'm going to leave you so I can do it with someone else and have another baby, and you can't touch the baby because you won't be the father, Maury. It'll be Luke's. Shins. Luke Shins. <laughs> Luke Shins. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, Jace and Simon are like, hey, girl. Valentine is obviously confused. <laughs> and he's like, uh, I thought I killed you, you little motherfucker. <laughs> It's actually Amanda. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were dead, bro. Yeah, why, why, why do you seriously. keep coming back? <laughs> right there with you. So Jace- Pull me once, shame on me. <laughs> this, this guy will not go. <laughs> this little line of mine? What? I don't know. I'm in a singing okay. mood today and it sucks. It's beautiful. I like it. Okay. So Jace tells Valentine that he let Simon drink his blood so he wouldn't die. Like, all the way die. <laughs> Redie. Yeah. Valentine is like, L. <laughs> L. You let a val- <laughs> You let a vampire drink your blood. Are you mad, man? <laughs> you have I, no idea what you've done. You know, you know that Jace was just waiting to tell him that. He was like, oh, this is going to piss him off so bad. He's, He's practicing like, on his way up the stairs. Yes. And I liked it. <laughs> it was delicious. Terrible. No, no, I meant Jace. (laughs) 
I liked it as in Jace liked it. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, Simon tells Valentine that he could use some more blood. So you better shut up. Okay. <laughs> and Valentine is uh, all neener, neener, neener. You can try, but the soul sword won't let ya. So Clary tries, quickly tells them. <laughs> Don't you wish your soul sword. Look at the soul sword will get ya. I like that better. Yeah. <laughs> the soul sword will get ya. <laughs> what you wrote. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Okay. So Clary quickly tells them that the sword uh, hasn't been turned yet and Maya is still alive. Maya, right? That's her name. Maya. Mm-hmm. Maya is still alive and he didn't get her blood. So all of a sudden, Clary was knocked in the head and Simon starts to go after her. But Valentine flung the sword in the air like a lightsaber and fire came out of it like a firework? Like a Roman <laughs> candle? <laughs> yeah. It's like one of the ground bloom flowers. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm imagining. All, all I can think about is Elizabeth Hurley and Austin Powers with the nipples that... <laughs> oh, my God. A fembot, right? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Okay, I'm sorry. I lost my spot because I accidentally tried to put a header in. No, nope. That's awkward. Um, That's what he said. Um, okay. So, anyway, <laughs> some sort of fire is coming from the sword, I think, is what's happening. And um, so Simon can't pass to get to Clary. And Valentine, uh, in the meantime, tries to convince uh, Jace to kill Simon. (laughs) He's like, this is your last chance, bro. I got you. Jace takes this time to tell Valentine that he ran into Agramon. And it had Valentine's face, so he killed him. (laughs) V-Tang is like, "Um, you can kill a greater demon, but not a vampire. WTF, mate. (laughs) (laughs) And Jace is all, his name is Robert Paulson. <laughs> Wait, no, sorry. He needs, <laughs> Jace says, his name is Simon, man. Come on, you know this. Which is so rich coming from Jace. <laughs> I know, <laughs> after the blood sucker, right. mundane. Well, they just have this very intimate moment now. Yep, yep. Right? They're into it now. For, for other, forever entwined. You know they both popped half chub. <laughs> oh, boy. moving on all right so valentine confirms with jace that he is not going to join him on this vacation on the ssv tank so jace throws his steli to clary and she finds the energy to sit up and starts drawing on the wall of a ship okay so once she's done nothing actually happens simon says um he's like what does it say and valentine actually answers in i think latin and if, I don't know what he says. I can't blah, 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 blah. And Clary corrects him and says, it says open. So did she draw a rune? Did she just graffiti the wall with like her name? No. Like, one of those S things? Stussy. <laughs> like, because what does it say? I would think a rune would be what, what is it? What is it meant to be? I think that it's, um, I would like kanji, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were like, what does it say? Like, if someone wrote, like, a Japanese kanji, you would say, what does it say? Okay. Because it's a symbol. It has meaning. Which is a symbol for a word. Right. Okay. They talk about, like, the rune. It's a rune language. So it's a language of words that are supposed to be written but not spoken, as the Seely Queen informed us. Right. Okay. But, yeah, it's it's just, like, uh, what's the word? What's the word? Oh, God. Big, not mustard gas. (laughs) 
it's like it's like the napalm of open runes. It's like got oh, a lot okay. of power behind it, is what I was trying okay. to say. God, I think my brain needs to be studied because I don't know how I make connections. I'm like, <laughs> shit's firing wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, as soon as Clary actually says the word open, it literally does. And the wall basically implodes. Like, all the rivets come off. It's completely coming apart. So then all of a sudden, like, Clary is drowning. And she wakes up in the bed of Luke's Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. What did you call it? Amphibious vehicle? Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry. So when she opens her eyes, Luke and Simon are hovering over her. Of course, her first concern is Jace. Whatever. And she, she's like, where's Jace? And he's all good. He's like, I'm all good, a baby, baby. <laughs> and they fill her in on what happened while she took her little water nap. So <laughs> that's a nice way to say drown. <laughs> what? She was asleep. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to give you the rundown. So first, the ship burned down. I just want to know how the ship burned down. First of all, they also called it a ship. It was called a ship in this section. Finally. Sorry, it sounds like my ship's burning down. <laughs> this chair is coming <laughs> apart. <laughs> anyway, I want to know how a fire started from the walls caving in of a boat. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense to me, but okay. It might be an electrical fire. Yeah. Okay. The water would put it out, right? So I don't get it. Anyway, because it literally like burned the whole thing is gone. Maybe it's how um, oil can burn on top of the water, okay, the ocean okay. when it spills. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I don't right. think it's an oil tanker. So right. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Um, so next, Izzy and Alec are on another shadow hunter boat, and Magnus is tending to the wounded. Izzy and Robert were injured, but expected to be okay after some time to heal. A lot of shadow hunters died, including Imogen and Malik, and Valentine is gone with the soul sword. <sighs> Jeez Louise. Like, all the worst things, except for the ship burning. Who cares about that? <laughs> okay, so, like, Magnus was, like, depleted, and now he's tending to the sick. I'm like, dude, this guy deserves an MVP he of the all, battle. Yeah, he took all Alex's energy. What so, so, Alex taking a water nap. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> what happened to all the demons? Yeah, they went the boat the just... water? Yeah, I don't know. They're afraid of water? What about the flying ones? Or maybe, maybe... When Valentine teleported out, I'm assuming that's what he did. Um, maybe he took him with him. I don't know. Maybe he's maybe like, he All right, flew we lost one this. of the pterodactyls. Yeah, he went like this, and they knew, and they just grabbed him by the shoulders <laughs> and the shirt. No, he whistled. Obviously, he's like, like what is that um, whistle from Mockingjay or whatever? <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. I can't really do it I can't very whistle, well. so I don't know. I can't think of the tune. I know what you're talking about, but I yeah. can't think of the tune. It's like, dun, 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 dun. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's the NBC I was never song. a musical. <laughs> I was never a musical person, okay? okay? listen. My mom used to whistle for us to come home instead of yelling. Okay. Because she didn't want to be, um, like, a crazy lady yelling. Like, that's, I don't know. Anyway. But a real sharp whistle is totally fine. Right. So that's all I can think of in my head. Because she does it now, even as we're adults, when she wants you to come, like, grab something like, for her. with your fingers whistles? The, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not like this. No. The, the pinkies. Um, my brother and I had this weird sound we'd make, because I can't whistle, so I'd go, <laughs> <laughs> really, really loud. 
And that's how we knew it was the other like it was. One of us. Uh, oh my god! I don't know if I can even do it. That's what it was. Oh, that's mm. neat. And okay. then you would have to come running. Okay. My mother would never. She trained the dog to the whistle too. By the way, that's great. Could you imagine Mina going outside and like hollering for her kid or whistling? Oh no! <laughs> Like she'll come home or she won't, but I'm not gonna make a, a show of myself outside. I did like I can't control my child. Oh shoot! If she dies, nobody has to know. <laughs> All right, so she's clearing. gonna take a water nap. Yeah, <laughs> she might be taking a water nap. Who knows? <laughs> so Clary does what I do, would what I would do, and apologizes. And Jace is like, um, for what? You actually are the reason a lot of people survived. Um, they were not going in to win this battle anyway. And if she hadn't done what she had done, you know, everybody would have died. And the Seelie Queen the Seely Queen came in clutch with her promise and helped save those shadow hunters that were in the water struggling. So they see other shadow hunter boats, chitty chitty bang bang trucks start leaving so they follow and clary wonders aloud what the clave will do with the lightwoods which okay. is a weird thing to wonder okay just one second so that's who he was sending the message to message oh the Sealy queen yeah okay oh yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. nobody clarissa why wouldn't he just say that i don't know he's he has to be broody yes it's part. It's like literally part of per, his personality to be a douchebag. It's his aesthetic. <laughs> what a weirdo! Like one of those Instagram. It's a leather jacket. <laughs> Hashtag broody bitch. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> how to be aesthetic? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so Clary is wondering aloud what the clave will do to the Lightwoods, and Jace is like, eh, you know, they're mysterious, whatever, but. Who knows? They'll definitely want to meet you. Basically, they'll be interested in you. And Clary notices that Simon is clearly uncomfortable. So finally, she is noticing Simon. And he um, explains that vampires don't like running water because it's pure. And she makes a joke that uh, I think they're in the Hudson River. Mm-hmm. That it's not pure. Because if you've ever watched SVU, you know it's dirty, apparently. So anyway, she's obs confused because she was like, weren't you just in a river bath like with us? I don't understand. And then he tells her that Jace had thrown him onto a scrap piece of metal like Rose from Titanic. They really are having a moment. They are. Yeah. It's just weird because I don't know. Like They're the water had to have imploded. He would have seen it. So would he have died from the water because it's pure? Or it's just like. I think it's just like an aversion. A fear. Well, OK. So in some. In some like not in this world, in mm-hmm. like other fantasy worlds or whatever um sometimes it's said that vampires can't walk over like can't go over a bridge they can't they can't go over running water oh, okay so i think that's probably where it comes from okay it's just interesting something to throw in there well clary asks if valentine could have drowned um yeah and i'm just gonna read this part that simon says never believe the bad guy is dead until you see a body simon said that just leads to unhappiness and surprise ambushes truth true <laughs> golf clap for yeah. simon he's watched enough television he's he's the, he's the jamie kennedy of, <laughs> of, of like like what jamie kennedy was to scream oh that's great all right well jace agrees and um since especially because he can't find any of the mortal instruments he's they, they had to have been like valentine had to have taken them 
So then again, on like on the demon bike, Jace and Clary forgot about Simon and the son. <laughs> and obviously concerned, Jace goes to the cab and tells Luke. Um, so he speeds up. But there's no escaping it. Clary tries to find a way to cover him with clothes or anything. And Simon tells her that Raphael had explained to him that um, the sun will just burn through the cloth. So it needs to be walls. I'm curious what kind of walls. I don't know. Anyway, I guess mm-hmm. building walls. So Simon got very serious and told Clary to come sit with him. And they sat holding each other. Simon tells her that he loved her. And just then the sun peaked up. And um, it's described. I have to describe this because it's crazy. Simon went rigid his head falling back, his eyes filling with gold as the molten liquid were rising, as if molten liquid were rising inside of him. Black lines appeared on his skin like cracks in a shattered statue. And finally, he's gone. The end. What a great ending, guys. <laughs> How did you like the book? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You wish, bitch. Fine. <laughs> Clary started screaming Simon's name, and Jace had to pull her off of him. And he kept telling her to look. And she was like, no, bro, I don't want to see him. He's dead. I don't want to look at that. It's terrible. And he's like, look. Just look. What am I? <laughs> Say it. Out loud. So she finally did. And Simon was alive. I'm like, come on, dude. Jeez, Louise, this guy just does not go away. Like, we're giving him so many chances to just leave me alone. And he just won't go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um clary sees looks at him and notices he's still alive and he's like staring at himself in amazement something that i do in the mirror every day Same. just kidding <laughs> i really like the way you look in this jacket <laughs> yep and the sun was up and he was completely fine so crochet so anyway he is alive that is insane good for him i guess <laughs> whatever <laughs> i love that you keep getting to read the parts i know <laughs> It's almost like it was planned. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, uh. All right. Well, that's, that's the end that's of that part. That's how Ting was laughing, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Literally. Sure. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, shit. All right. Well, now we're back to, we're in Jace's point of view and we're at the Institute and he's packing up his few belongings that he has there. And there was a knock at the door and it was Maris. Maris, right? That's what mm-hmm. we're going with. Yep. She told him that he doesn't need to leave and can stay if he wants to. And he tells her that he doesn't feel like he belongs there. He's going to go to Luke's and then maybe to Idris. Couch find, surfing. Yeah. I find it interesting to think you'd go to Idris. Like, where would you stay? It just seems like he didn't really have many people there. Like, um, Valentine kept him really isolated. So. I think maybe he'd just go to another institute. Like, okay. they'd have to take him, right? If he wanted to, but he doesn't want to leave Alec and Izzy and Clary. No, I mean, if he was going to go couch surfing. Yeah, but then he'd have to go to another city to go to another institute. So is there an institute in every city or just every major city or every country? As far as we know, they're all over the world in major cities all over. Okay. But there's probably one in Seattle. Okay. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. If there's one in LA, there's one in Seattle. Because it's like local. So I would assume. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, there's not one in Portland. I'd know about it. (laughs) It's in Eugene. (laughs) Salem. Oh, 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 it probably is in Salem. <laughs> That's the capital. I always knew that there was a stench of <laughs> demon. Demon stench? Yeah. Little garbage. Rotting garbage. <laughs> we were talking the other day. I was like, why do we keep going into Portland when we can go to Salem? What's wrong with us? 
Oh, yeah, you guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because sure. no one wants to go to fucking Salem. There's just not as much there. It's all dirty. Gross. Portland's not much cleaner. No. No, but Clackamas is better. Yeah, definitely. I love Happy Valley, dude. This is the best. Are you happy in the valley? <sighs> happy, happy, joy, joy. I love... Never mind. I was going to say something stupid. I was like, I love how it's called Happy Valley and it's on a fucking hill. <laughs> like that's why <laughs> there's valleys all around us <laughs> i said it was stupid <laughs> all right anyway so um where was i sorry okay so he tells her he doesn't know where he belongs like he doesn't have a sense of belonging anywhere she tells him that he belongs with his family the lightwoods um at the institute and he's like um you threw me out bro <laughs> right and then he apologizes to her, which is really, I don't know. And she goes on trying to convince him um, to stay by telling him that Robert wants to see him and Alec, Isabel, and Max need him. She tries to explain her way of thinking of why she had asked him to leave and um, admits that she was afraid of him. And he's like, uh, you're not really winning me over here. <laughs> not making me feel like real homey. She tells him that um, he was the first thing that she loved other than her own blood after the uprising. And if he, if he stays for Isabel, Alec, and Max, she would be forever grateful. And then she says some words in French, um, the words to this French song that she used to sing to her kids. And she says, you were wrong that I never sang it to you. It was just that you never heard me. And Jace decides to unpack and stay. And there, my friends, is the end of the book. But I have a question. Mm-hmm. Of course. When did she sing him that song? I think she's full of shit. She is, because when he asked her about it, she was like, uh, you were not afraid of the dark. So there. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, don't, um, don't try to make him feel bad now, bitch. You're yeah. in the wrong. Don't rock the jukebox. Yep. Beautiful. Okay. So that was a lot. Yeah. It was. That whole. Okay. So, but wait, there's more. If you buy now, you get an epilogue. <laughs> For just nineteen ninety nine, And, and then sham-wow. like seven excerpts from other books in the Kindle edition. Like it was overwhelming. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we start with Clary returning to Simon's house. Simon's mom answers the door, and yes, Cassandra Clare does in fact write that she was beaming all over her face. And that is still a no from me, dog. Mm -hmm. His mom says that she was afraid they'd been in a fight, but Clary tells her no, she was just feeling under the weather. And Mommy-O is like, makes sense, you must have had what Simon did. Vampism. (laughs) Right. It's a blood disorder. (laughs) (laughs) Clary's internal monologue lets us know that she did, in fact, feel like crap. And Magnus says that she must have been from exhaustion after, you know, leveling beatings, floating lair with a room. I wrote liar. Oh, there's that. <laughs> Clary meets Simon outside, which must be such a relief. But my hopes float down after he calls her baby and they kiss. Ugh. Oh. Anyway. What happened to the breakup? I know, dude. It's been a week since everything went down on the SSV ting, and Clary spent it on Luke's couch. She asked Simon, W2F, is he doing outside in the freezing weather? But he goes, lady, I'm dead. I don't feel hot or cold. Wouldn't his mom be wondering? I don't know. Anyway, sorry. It's weird. 
Chloe asked him if anything else had changed for him except his ability to walk in sunlight, and Simon confirms that he's still the same old vamp, sand's not burning into a crisp in the sunlight. And apparently, Raphael is soups to Yoda about it, stating that vampires are very traditional and don't like change. Personally, I think he's peanut butter and jelly. A hundred percent. Clary takes a moment and reflects on how the face that she's looking at is going to be the face she sees forever, even when she's fitty. Simon pulls her out of her lament by making a joke about how his new vampism is going to be really great for his music career. And then quickly turns on his bad news bear's face, telling Clary that he doesn't think they should see each other anymore. And Clary's like, you don't want to be friends anymore? (laughs) Then proceeds to freak out. And I want you all to know, I'm not a fan of this reaction. Nope, nope. Nobody, nope. Zero out of ten. Would not recommend. I don't care if Cassandra Clare wrote it and she's Clary's voice because whatever it's no it's not what she would do she's not that stupid well i don't understand why he calls her baby and kisses her and then breaks up with her legit like two minutes later i just like that why is weird okay but he does say that he was trying it out i think he was kind of like do i think his feelings towards clary have changed well he clearly likes maya now yeah maybe. i think anyway but like so I think between the time he was hurt and they and broke up with her and then now, I think he's realizing that like maybe he's not really into Clary the way he thought he was into Clary. So I feel like when he said, Oh, I was trying it out, I think he's just trying to like he's like, Yeah, no, it's fucking weird. I don't like it. Okay, okay. I just I wasn't even focused on that because I was so focused on like Clary is not stupid. Uh-huh. I mean she's a little naive. She's a little 16, but like, you don't want to be my friend. Yeah. That's, was, that's over the top. Okay. I'll play devil's advocate here for a minute. Yes, I agree. It's ridiculous. But if that is her deepest fear is that Simon is going to be like, you have literally destroyed my life. Right. I want nothing to do with you. I just want to live my life and stop. I don't want to be in this anymore. If that's her worst fear and he's really the only connection she has to her past life. I mean, other than Luke, but mm-hmm. y- you know, it's her her only friend. I just feel like he'd do it over text, not invite her over and then kiss her and call her baby. And then, right, right. Yeah. But like, if that's your worst fear, then yeah. of course that's where your brain's going to go. I yeah. think that she didn't really take their relationship all that seriously. And maybe she forgot a little bit that they were together still. Because we all thought they had broken up. So she mm-hmm. thought. Oh, I'm assuming they've been texting all week long, though. That's a good point. Yeah. Like, I, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But that was really confusing. I'm like, wait, when did they get back together? I know. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I, th- I don't like this. Can you just re- redo it? Maybe. Yeah. Edit. It's cool, just for me. Well, we'll just write a fanfic, like, epilogue. Epilogue. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it in song form. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Don't make promises you can't keep, right. woman. <laughs> so, Simon says, well, we all know that he's actually trying to say, because we're not stupid, this weird dating shit needs to stop. Yep. And I think I can speak for everybody at this table. We all agree. Mm-hmm. Most deaf. Most deaf. That's what you all are interested in hearing anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jokes clear the awkwardness away, and Clary tells him that she thought he wanted to be together, and um, she thought that he loved her. Like, I thought you loved me. And he tells her that he still does love her, but it's not the whole story. Mm -hmm. And Clary kind of point blank asks him if it's because Maya. And Simon says, yes, 
and no. Ooh. And I'm going to read an expert from the book. Bitch. Her. Sorry. Okay. okay. I wrote this, obviously. Right. I like her, but not the way you mean. It's just that when I'm around her, I know what it is like to have someone like me that way. And it's not like it is with you. But you don't love her. Maybe I could someday. Maybe I could love you someday. If you ever do, he said, come and let me know. You know where to find me. Okay. Y'all, mm-hmm. I can't. With this small section of epilogue. Clary, stop. You're literally admitting that you don't love this guy. He's grown out of the creep and into the person that we all want him to be. Mm-hmm. Let it go, dude. Yep. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Let it go. Yep. Okay. She can't handle not being wanted. He's making strides to not be creepy Simon that we're all having an issue with. Right. Let us grow. He has he has growth. Yeah. Development. Let us make Simon into a character that maybe Amanda could love. Okay. Right. I mean, although the whole I like Maya because she likes me and maybe I could love her thing is a little bit hit it like missing the point. You're just becoming Clary. But I think he's going to work through it. (laughs) They both decide that they're still going to be super besties forever. Then there's some ellipses, and we flash to Luke in a brand new rad, picking her up from Simon's house. Clary's feigning ignorance all day today, telling Luke that he didn't have to pick her up. Like, come on, you know he's going to pick you up. Mm-hmm. And Luke tells her to forgive my parental panic, and I love that. Mm. And gives her some coffee and tells her that he plans to let her start dating in five to six years, or maybe when she's 30. Dad mode engaged. <laughs> Dad mode activated. Yeah, that's, that's good. He put on the high socks and the tennis <laughs> shoes, and he was like, let's go. He's got his uh, New Balance on. A little bit of grass stains on. Yeah. <laughs> he had to mow the lawn. Right. <laughs> yep. They have a non-conversation conversation about what happened at Simon's and head to the hospital. On the way, Claire brings up what V-Ting told her about Luke being in love with Jocelyn, and Luke asks her if she thinks that it's true. Clary tries to choose her words carefully and goes into how at first she thought that V-Ting was just being a dick, as usual, but then she actually thought about how he has always been around, doing dad shit, and how they've never dated anyone else, and maybe they've been dating the whole time in secret, but didn't want to say anything because they didn't want her to start asking questions about her real dad, but it's totes cool now because he can just tell her. Just, how would that bring on questions about her dad? I just, whatever. I know. Right? Dumb. She had plenty of questions that Jocelyn... Ignored. Shut. (laughs) Yeah. Dating Luke would change that, apparently. Right. Luke tells her that, yes, he is in love with her mother. He's her mother lover. (laughs) Should I read that again so it's closer together? No, that was beautiful. No, it needed the pause. Clary swallows the ick factor that comes with your parents dating and tells him that it's cool with her. And it's basically great news. But then Luke tells us that Jocelyn doesn't know. Jocelyn doesn't know. Okay. Because he hasn't told her yet because it never seemed like the right time. Clary's like, <laughs> lame. Simon, is that you? Hello. <clears throat> Luke is like, you're probably right. But let me explain. When they first met, he was 16 and they all, all had just gotten to know V-Tang and he couldn't compete with him. And when they ran from Idris together, he offered to marry her, but she didn't want him to throw his life away, and he couldn't convince her otherwise. He was never in happy Idris in Idris without her, so he went and found her. And when he did, she was happy, mad, sad, because <laughs> he was a reminder of her old life. Luke was able to stay by 
stay by buying the bookstore and giving up all ties to his old shadow world slash hunter life and he was cool with it he told clary that he never agreed with jocelyn taking her to magnus but he let her do it anyway because um he was afraid that if he tried to stop her she wouldn't let him be a part of their lives anymore he also couldn't tell her how he felt because he knew that Jocelyn would never marry him and let him be Clary's father, keeping secrets about who he was in his life, and it would have ruined everything. <sighs> Feels Fake like, news. oh, I don't know. Everything in this book could be solved with a bit of honesty. Conversation? Fuck! Could right. you imagine? Okay, he did all that shit, and she doesn't know he loves you, her? Okay, Luke, she come on. Knows, she knows, She knows, girl. Boy, werewolf, person no one, slash No one wolf? is that know. oblivious. Seriously. Even Clary. Right. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> she figured it out eventually. He also reminds Clary that her mother isn't stupid, and she knows how he feels. She doesn't do... She doesn't do feelings. She's like, <laughs> fuck it. I don't do this. I cut them all off after Valentine. <laughs> I can't believe I wrote this. He reminds Clary that her mother isn't stupid and she knows how he feels. She just doesn't feel the same way. But it's okay. He accepted it a long time ago. And Clary's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Back the trolley up here. You offered to marry her, but you didn't say it was because you loved her. You should have told her the truth, you putz. I think you're wrong about how she feels. Then Luke's like, okay, that's enough now. But she keeps going. Okay, but, like, you know that Luke's, like, trying not to get his hopes up. I know. Of course. Right? Because you can imagine oh, between 16 and what What are they, 36 now? Is that what uh-huh. we decided? 34? <clears throat> between that whole, those 20 years, like, could you imagine how many times he's gotten his hopes up? Poor baby. I know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Clary has tells Luke that she's asked Jocelyn uh, why she hasn't dated. And um, Jocelyn said it was because she'd already given her heart to someone. Obviously, Clary thought she was talking about her dad. But now that she met Tang, she knows that's totally BS. <laughs> <laughs> Luke's like getting the hopeful butterflies, as Kristen said. And Clary's like, aren't you tired of not telling the truth? And then we get the Luke dad charm, who says charm, not jarm, who says this keeper. Yes, I hated it. And at the time, I thought what I had with you and your mother was better than nothing. But if you can't tell the truth to the people you care about the most, eventually you stop being able to tell the truth to yourself. Oh. And Clary's like, damn, dude, that's just deep. Take me to the Institute. I have some <laughs> unfinished business there. It's completely unrelated to the conversation that we just had, because if it was, it would be awkward and disgusting. But not something you aren't all hoping for anyway. Gotta go by. <laughs> Beautiful. Clary runs into the Institute to the elevator and starts furiously pounding buttons trying to call it down. It works. And guess who's standing inside? It's Max. It's motherfucking Jace Lightwood. Oh. Yeah, I'm going with that name. And he's looking like a tall glass of water with a haircut and some clean clothes with his hair not in his face anymore. <laughs> Founding father's ponytail. And he, he pulled it back with a leather strap. <laughs> Doubt it. A, a ribbon. That's it's what they scrunchie. do. You don't know? It's a <laughs> a cheetah print? He it's one of it. those pony O's. <laughs> he found it in the desk drawer where everyone finds ponytails. Yeah. Whatever. Hair, hair, hair ties. Elastic. Yeah. I want to see Jason a bump it. <laughs> oh my god it was I, about that time right i didn't have enough hair to use the bump it uh, you I, had one I, I i i had more than one <laughs> i had a few 
you. A plethora of I, It was like it was like cute with a headband, and uh-huh. then it's like going out, and then like full snow. Yeah, <laughs> full Karen. Yeah, it's great. Karen hair's the best. Oh jeez. Okay. Clary is like, dude came here to talk to you and he's like oh great i'm heading to tacky's we can talk there and on the way they chit chat about how everyone's coping and jace looks hesitant and so clary does what i would do and just keeps talking (laughs) saying that she bets they're all pretty bummed with all the death and stuff they get inside and take a seat we see kaylee keely the fairy chick that jace used to date Mm -hmm. and she takes her order Jace is a little gruff with Clary because he thinks that she wasn't actually sick, just avoiding her call, his calls. And she quickly convinces him otherwise, and they get right into the heart-to-heart. Clary wants to go first, but Jace cuts her off, telling her that she was right all along. He almost lost his family, the Lightwoods, and her, and it was just too much. He should have listened to her in the first place about what kind of impact the two of them pursuing a relationship would do to their families and the people they care about. Not thinking about their feelings is exactly the kind of thing Vting would do. He will just be her brother from now on. Pow! Right the kisser. If you could have just shut the fuck up for 30 seconds. You'd be in your sister's pants. Exactly. <laughs> exactly where you want to be, you dirty, dirty boy. Clary manages to keep it together at the restaurant, even gives Jace a hug goodbye. And she decides to head to the hospital so that way she could get some kind of comfort from her mom, like sitting next. She wants to go sit next to her mom's chair and cry. Finally. Which is, I mean. That's fair enough. That's it. Um, so on the way into the hospital, there's this shrouded figure standing in a glamour, waiting creepily at the top of the stairs. And Clary's so over today. She's like, listen, bitch, if you want to talk to me, let's get this over with. The person pulls back their hood, and we find the gray-haired lady that saved them from Malik's Malik's knife while they were escaping the Institute after Jace jumped off the roof. She introduces herself as Madeline Belfleur, what she said, and she knew her mom. Knows her mom? She knows her mom. They were friends in Idris, you see. And Clary's like, cool beans, bitch, but you can't come see her. No visitors except family until she gets better. And Madeline's like, yeah, about that. There's no better for her. I know what's wrong with her, and the mundane hospital isn't going to be able to help. She did this to herself before Valentine could get to her. She planned it that way. It was a secret pact that she only shared with me. Dun, dun, dun. I can show you how to wake your mom up. Finn. And the screen goes black. (laughs) Wow. Holy shiz. Yeah. We are set up and ready to go for buck three. Yeah, baby. Rocking and rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay, guys. Tune in next week for our City of Ashes wrap up. We're going to be doing a youtube video we're gonna try i don't know if it'll work but we'll see we'll see if we can get the lighting and camera actions good all right for behind the scenes content and the latest updates check us out on instagram at downworlderdishpodcast we'll see you next time Bye. bye